Hey, good morning. This is Happy Hamstrings. Welcome. This is yet another episode. We're in September the 9th, 2021 right now. And I started this podcast around September 27th and 2019 when I started my 200 hour training. It is, um, it is Thursday morning and I just finished coaching spinning and we have this system where people can sign up online and it looked like it was going to be, well, it was a booked out class. It was full. The wait list was full. However, about 10 or 11 people or something like that who registered didn't show, which potentially means you've pushed out other people who probably would have shown up just because someone else clicked the button and they thought they'd make it. And then either something came up or whatever, they changed their minds. So in a way, I kind of wish we could go back to what we did before, which was first come in the door is the uh, first come, first serve. You grab a bike as you arrive. And it's not really up to me, so oh well, we only had five when it looking like it was looking like it was gonna be a full class. It's just that's the way it goes. I know everybody that goes up here is um, both student and working, and some of them work two jobs and take multiple classes. so who knows if they all overslept or what? I think when the time changes, you know the the daylight savings will happen, and the hour will fall back and then maybe then everybody feels like they get a little more rest but of course by that time by the time that happens the semester will have already been almost over (laughs) anyway I was just talking to another spitting instructor and I told her you know I sure do miss working at the um the place I was working before like the other facility that she's still employed at and she was fixing to go and spin there and I was like well if y'all ever need somebody and she's like oh they just brought in a guy like a new guy and I'm like oh wow and I said it like I'm sure that everybody caught on that I was annoyed. I was like, oh, so they brought a new person in, but they didn't bring me back. Wow. Like, I'm thinking like, that's very, that's very insulting, really. (laughs) It's kind of funny, but I told her that, you know, they were the first ones they paid for my, they paid for my first spinning certification at that other facility. She's like, they did? I'm like, yes, they absolutely did pay for my first spinning certification. So I don't understand why invest in me and then not have me there I don't understand it but um obviously it's not meant to be if you hear the noise and traffic I'm actually at the rec center right now where I just coach spinning I'm in the parking lot some people apparently don't have mufflers or they need a muffler I don't know looks like some kids are going into a kinesiology department next door right now they're about to begin class their class must start about 7 30 so yeah I have to end my class precisely on time because almost everybody in there goes to work or they go to school or something like that right after spinning so they get their workout out of the way in the morning I've still got uh, three more classes today one's at lunch one's at 7 p.m. and one's at 8 p.m. I had several classes yesterday and two of which no one enrolled because these paid classes are hard sell sometimes not that they don't have value, it's just, like I said, if somebody's working two jobs and they're going to school, and they're paying tuition, it's kind of hard for them to want to pay, like, again when there's free classes on the schedule. It's hard to put a value on a paid class. Just like um, if you listened yesterday, which I don't think anybody's even listened since yesterday, I talked about, I create, not, was it yesterday? I don't even remember, day before yesterday. Uh, I created a workshop and no one signed up. Uh, 
that was Tuesday, not yesterday. So I did all this work and created a six-hour workshop of uh, beginner's yoga. And I had all this curriculum ready to go and planned. And it was not marketed very well, I would say that. Um, I don't know why. that. I don't know why that they did it the way that they did it, but once again, that's not really up to me. That's one of the situations that I'm in uh, when I'm working under the umbrella of someone else. Then I don't choose the marketing. They just sort of do what they want. Uh, it's been interesting to watch the marketing department and and see how things are written. I don't. I mean, I'm sure that it's a lot of marketing students that do this. I don't know, like. I don't know where some of this comes from is what I was going to say. <laughs> They're having a pose of the day challenge. And since no one had entered, I decided to enter and maybe get the ball rolling. Because it was like this photo shoot they were going to do with all the yoga instructors. And now there's two of us that are yoga instructors. And I politely ducked out um, since they did it without me last time. And I got all ready for a shoot this time. And as soon as I got all ready for the shoot... Uh, I got canceled. <laughs> like my boss literally told me she stepped out of a mental health workshop to cancel me having a shoot separately. I, I don't know why. Does she wanted us together maybe. Um, but then some other people have quit since then. So whatever. It was like I'm not want to get ready for a photo shoot twice. Um, I just decided since they did it without me last time that it would be fine without me this time too. And then, you know, I entered the challenge. <laughs> so the pose of the day yesterday was Utkatasana, uh, which is chair pose. And I did that by the hot tub. And it kind of was funny because it looks like I'm trying to dive in. So I put the disclaimer like, no one should dive into three feet of water. Um, tomorrow I'm going to pick up lunch for my sister's birthday even though her birthday was a week ago because we celebrated on her patio but I was kind of broke as a joke <laughs> so I told her like I want to bring her lunch on the following Friday which is tomorrow and she won't go out to eat because the delta strain of COVID even though my sister's fully vaccinated and we know that people who are vaccinated are actually having breakthrough cases and I've heard of some breakthrough cases myself I've talked to people personally who were fully vaccinated and still um, got infected so now my sister is like yeah she will have food with me but she's only gonna have me over instead of a party when we came over uh, I mean when I went over there I don't know why I said we <laughs> she wanted to have a party and have all of a lot of us come over and it turned into just the exclusive one-person party of just me. So I'm very special. <laughs> I'm the only person allowed on the patio, apparently. I'm special. Um, and I do understand that. I mean, she doesn't want to go out and be in a restaurant full of people. Um, it's better to be, you know, not taking chances. Like, I'm not playing around with my health. <laughs> There's a key watcher at work where no one was sanitizing it. It looked really gross where we touch it, like the touch pad to get your key. And I just, the other day, I just couldn't take it anymore. I cleaned it. I scrubbed it. It was gross. Uh, it looked like it had, honestly, it looked like it had never been cleaned. So I sprayed it with some of our sanitizing spray and scrubbed it. 
And I'm always washing the keys before, like, class anyway, because I don't want to, you know, I'm not there to play around with my health. <laughs> and also, yesterday, I was having having some lunch, and the break room microwave, not saying any of this from a place of judgment, it also looked like it had never been cleaned, like, never been cleaned once. So, I didn't really feel good about heating up my kitchen and that, so I took you know, five minutes out of my day, cleaned it, told one of the employees that I cleaned it, and then they said, oh, well, I just quit using it. Like, I thought, so gross, I just quit using it. So, in lieu of cleaning it, the idea for these young folks is, I'm just not going to use it. (laughs) They don't want to take five minutes and actually clean the microwave out. I mean, it was, oh my gosh, it was so icky, just food particles and everything only took five minutes why like why (laughs) why let it go why I mean just be like oh I can't use the microwave anymore (laughs) laziness (laughs) there is a big fat squirrel in front of me enjoying some kind of meal it's really funny right now I'm very distracted um the other thing I came on here to talk about was um my studies, and I'm not in second year syndrome, I'm definitely not a med student. Um, I'm not having medical student syndrome, which is where you think you've got everything you're studying. But the opposite of tachycardia is bradycardia. And if you don't know what those are, tachycardia is if you have a resting heart rate of 100 or more, that's when I cannot see a client. Like I would refer them to a doctor because if your resting heart rate is over 100, beats per minute then you're at high risk your heart health needs to be examined by a doctor before I train you and I need doctor's clearance if you've got tachycardia well the opposite of that is the low resting heart rate and it's called bradycardia I'm going to read the definition to you right now slow heart rate um, slower than expected heart rate generally beating at fewer than 60 beats per minute. So, um, I thought this was really interesting because this, this is me, right? Like this, this is me. This describes me. Um, my resting heart rate is usually between 54 to 59. So I went into the information and I was reading about the symptoms So I'm going to pull that up right now. I'm going to pull up the symptoms and I'm going to read that to you. Let me, bear with me. Let me get my reader glasses on. Fainting, dizziness, fatigue, weakness, shortness of breath, chest pain, confusion, and memory difficulties. Except for, um, (laughs) except for like chest pain, shortness of breath, I have all of these. Once again, loud Mustang. Sorry about that. You don't have to send me a message telling me it was loud. This abnormally low heart rate can cause the brain and other organs to become oxygen-deprived. I've had fainting, which was diagnosed as syncope, and that is one of the other things you can read about it, is the syncope thing. Um, In fact, I think the way that the doctor diagnosed me, I think that he just was like, vesovagal syncope. I don't think that he really thought about it being bradycardia, and maybe because at the time I was so heavy when I went, Like, I was so much heavier than I am now. 
but it says if it goes on for an extended period of time, it can actually cause cardiac arrest or high blood pressure, which is interesting because you would think that if my heart is functioning at the highest level, <laughs> that you wouldn't have cardiac arrest. Um, but see, this is probably talking about other symptoms, other reasons for it. Like the reason my resting heart rate is so, so low is because I do cardio all the time, like as much as possible. And, uh, it's interesting that low, like if I, a low resting heart rate can cause oxygen deprived body. Um, I'm wondering if the times that I've had fainting, if that is part of it is the fact that I have such a very low resting heart rate. And I do have confusion. I have a lot of memory difficulties, particularly remembering people or people's names, people's faces. Um, if I don't have like conversations with them, um, like extended conversations, it's really hard. I mean, I can recognize that someone has been in my class, but that doesn't mean I'm going to remember their name necessarily. Or maybe they just come all the time and then they're like, Julie, I've been coming to your class for years. What? I'm like, what is wrong with me? I'm always asking myself like, what is wrong with me? It's not that I don't care about people. And certainly they, they should know that I care about them or I wouldn't show up and do the work and make sure everything's just as it should be. Um, just really interesting that maybe the reason I have no sense of direction and I have poor memory uh, or memory loss problems, maybe some of this has to do with the bradycardia. Um, I certainly don't, I don't want to like stop doing cardio. I want to uh, continue along my journey of keeping into this athletic fitness because I'm losing weight. I'm starting to get back into shape. Um, I'm reaching goals slowly, very slowly, but surely. Um, I've actually broken my personal best with records um, at 800, over 800 active minutes for two weeks in a row. And I'm definitely not going to make that this week because I'm looking at the numbers and there's no way I'm breaking 800 active minutes this week. It's just not happening. <laughs> I mean, if you think that every fitness instructor that teaches fitness wakes up out of bed like every single day, motivated every single day, you are crazy because I was super motivated today, but there are days when I wake up and I'm just like, what? <laughs> I just roll out on the wrong side of bed, as they say. I wake up and I'm just like, arg, I have to do this. I get to do this. I change it. Instead of saying I have to, I change it into I get to get up at 5 a.m. Not I have to. I get to get up at 5 a.m. And um, I'm still at the rec center right now and traffic's picking up. So I close my door. Maybe that'll help with the noise. I'm up here by the student commons building, which is basically where everybody's student mailbox is. And there's um there's a lot of people coming in now so I think it's, it's almost time for me to just head home I think part of the reason that I've been having strange dreams and difficulty sleeping uh, this could be just speculation I think just the muscle soreness of working out really hard causes me to have super strange dreams um, and here goes the lawnmower they're cutting grass I I work out and lift weights a lot and I've noticed the more soreness I have, more muscle soreness I have, the stranger uh, 
and more awful my dreams become. I don't know, I don't know what to do about that, and I don't know if I'm the only one that experiences that, and I don't know, I don't like it, I wish I could just turn off those nightmares, but I don't think that's possible, it's, it's been really weird to experience this, you know, you wake up and you're just like hurting all over, and it's not like, it's sort of self-inflicted, it's not like you're hurting in a way like you need to go to the doctor, it's just muscle soreness that I've brought upon myself so that's probably enough for today um, I've noticed that my attitude goes up and down it's a lot to do with my hormones and I try to take the medications that I have to take just to make sure that I stay evened out and I've noticed this isn't just something that I deal with. A lot of women my age, you know, deal with the same thing as far as moods going up and down. And a lot of people are stressed out, not just because pandemic. There's been tornadoes. There's been hurricanes. There's fires. There's just everything's going on all at once. It seems like just everything, just everything, everything. It's just too much. Um, it's very overwhelming for a lot of people. So when I get away from this lawnmower, I'll come back and do a meditation episode just for you guys and gals listening. I've been promising that since I did the eight limbs of yoga, and I just never got around to it. It's maybe more challenging for me to record my meditation than to just sit in silence uh, and to guiding, guide meditation when I'm doing so many classes a week. I think I'm doing 12 classes a week, and I got a little... I got a little put off by the fact that my workshop got canceled. I'm not going to lie about it. It was it was off-putting to get my hopes up. I had expectations, and I learned my lesson about having expectations yet again. It seems like that is the infinite lesson is to stay humble. If, if I was to say, like, the one message that I get from the divine creator creator wants me to stay humble and kind of stay in my lane and don't get a big head don't get a big ego about things because yeah I've just I've got to stop having expectations I really thought people would sign up for my workshop and that was an expectation that I had and it you know it's just human of me it's a very human mistake and I have to just remember like it's not a big deal and how often do I wonder uh, about things that don't matter like when it comes to the big picture I waste way too much time worrying about the little things that don't matter in fact one of the nightmares I had last night was the time was literally flying like like five years went by in 20 seconds it was very very weird <laughs> and sometimes as you get older it seems that way it seems like you can blink your eye and miss life and it's easy to do, like, especially when you're busy, and maybe looking back on the years that I spent working for all these places that not only won't bring me back, uh, I gave up time away from my family, and, you know, watching my nieces and nephews grow up, you know, I have family, even though I don't have kids, I've still got family members, I've still, I've still missed out on time with my dad when he was ill just to work. And to be let go in the way that they did it. Not just to be let go, but to be let go from the job I've committed half of my life to. 
in such a way that it was just an email from a stranger or to be not told at all like very weird right like I deserved a little more like of something (laughs) I don't I don't think I'm entitled I just mean like I deserve someone to speak to me you know directly I'm not saying like oh I deserve my job more than the people that have jobs I'm just saying that I deserved um, a clear communication instead of like one of the jobs that let me go like my last email was may the odds be over in your favor like am I actually in the hunger games really (laughs) what a weird way to go out (laughs) we're talking about putting food on my table and they're making a joke of it and then the other place 21 years of my life and they just send an accountant I've never met to email me um Instead of actually speaking words to me, even if it wasn't an email, it was just so indirect, vague, and impersonal. Um, basically proving that any job you worry about, they don't really, they're not as invested as you think. <laughs> they're just looking out for themselves, and it's not personal, but um, I know there's no room for emotions at work, but when you give up half your life... <laughs> And then they treat you like that in the end. It's just very, it's very weird. And I guess it's sort of like they sensed, maybe they sensed in the end that I wasn't really wanting to retire there. I don't know. Um, I often envision myself somewhere else. So who knows what's going to happen in the end. One of the things that inspires me, I'm going to end it with this. Um, Someone shared If you feel like you're in times of uncertainty, just close your eyes and where do you see yourself in one year from today? So I'll just give you a moment to sit with that. Where do you see yourself on this day in one year? That helps me and I hope it helps you because when I look for a little further into the future instead of just, you know, I want to be in the present moment, but when I start setting goals... Um, it helps me like it helps me to look at the bigger picture like I'm not I'm not really needing to worry about these little things like the past jobs and I'm not really needing to worry about the little things like that I need to just be concerned with where will I be in one year from today and I see it as a positive I see positive things in my future so whatever is meant for me will resonate to me and I hope the same for you be happy, be healed, be free. And thank you so much for listening. And I appreciate you all putting up with my rants and my, my rages and my, uh, my mood swings, every bit of me. I'm just bringing the authentic me to you. And I hope it helps you as I'm transforming or working towards transformation. I'm working towards spirituality. And if you want to know what it means to me to find spirituality and transformation you don't transcend above your ego you befriend your ego you make friends with all the parts of yourself accepting the good and the bad and try not to live too much into the worry and most importantly being present in the moment and appreciating the little things in life 
and being prepared for anything. And I do mean anything. No matter what comes your way, be prepared in your day to respond rather than react and give your best to every situation, whatever that means for you. And I know everybody's in a different situation. Uh, I know I'm speaking from a place of where I don't have the same problems as everybody else. Everybody's got different problems. And I know my stress is nothing compared to what some people are going into, like foreclosure on their homes or getting evicted. I realize that my stress is different um, than other people's stress. Like, I accept that. You know, I, I know, I see that other people are coming from different situations. So, I would say be happy and healed by feeling free. Feel free in your thoughts, free in your actions. Use your yoga practice to find stillness in your body. And also use that to find the stillness in your mind and stillness in your thoughts. And therefore, finding peace. Uh, Once again, when I get home or sometime later today, I'll come back and I'll bring you guys and gals a meditation. Thank you so much for listening and taking time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. Namaste.